welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today we're talking about the choice of doing it right versus solving a problem. But first, if you're loving what you're hearing on the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, find two friends today who you think will benefit from listening to the show. Spread the love around. Why keep all this goodness to yourself? On today's episode, we're talking about the choice of doing it right versus solving a problem. And I guarantee if you're a real estate investor, you're not new to problems. And whenever a problem presents itself, you have multiple choices. The first decision is to acknowledge the problem. Surprisingly, for many, the decision can be to ignore the problem, to pretend it isn't there, or to rationalize the problem and make excuses as to why it isn't really as big or as bad as might be reported. We all face choices, and the decision to accept a problem is made in an instant. It's an instinctive gut-level reaction made on the basis of an emotional response rather than a rational response. Now, if you've chosen to downplay the problem, then chances are you won't deal with it until it mushrooms to the point where it's a huge problem big enough that you can no longer ignore it. Now, let's look at an example, but I don't want you to get wrapped up in the example. The example is simply an illustration for illustration purposes. I want you to focus on the thought process, not the details of the example. The purpose of the example is to make the concept concrete and easier to understand. So let's say in today's example, the problem is the specter of higher interest rates in the future. The first decision you need to make is to determine whether higher interest rates in the future are even going to be a problem for you and you're going to recognize that problem. You might say something like, all of my loans were renewed in the last three years and won't come due for another two years. So I'm not able to refinance right now and I'm not going to worry about it for another two years. That would be an example of failing to recognize the problem and hoping it'll resolve itself before these loans come up for renewal two years from now. Or let's say that you've decided, on the other hand, to acknowledge the problem. You decide you're going to respond to the problem right now by initiating a refinance on the loan that's nearest to the renewal date. That would be an example of creating what I call a band-aid solution. It's a reaction, and it's only being sold for that single property that's closest to the deadline. So you engage with the lender, the bank sends you a request for information so that they can underwrite the loan, and you ship off all your documents by email. A few weeks go by, and you discover that they can't seem to find all the documents you sent. So you resend a number of the documents. Again, you send them as email attachments, and eventually the bank gets their act together and they complete the underwriting of the loan. I'm sure you can all relate to this situation. It happens all the time. So now you've got two problems you're solving. First one is interest rates are going up and the second problem is that the bank has lost some of your documents. And both of them could have immediate solutions. But in truth, there's a third type of solution that requires a different way of thinking. It requires systems thinking. And in systems thinking, you don't solve a discrete problem you create a solution that solves the immediate problem and prevents that problem from ever occurring again. This third solution could involve, for example, looking at your entire real estate portfolio and creating a cash flow and interest analysis across the entire portfolio. In that analysis, you run a sensitivity analysis for different interest rate scenarios with a variety of prepayment penalties. 
you talk to multiple lenders, you develop an internal policy and a system for handling rate increases. For example, if interest rates are anticipated to go up two points over the next couple of years, it might be worth paying a 1% prepayment penalty to lock in at a lower rate for the next five years. So in that case, you would be saving 2% for each of the next five years. You'd spend 1% in prepayment penalty, ultimately to save 10% over five years. We have the second problem. The bank loses your documentation. So instead of resending a couple of documents that they lost, here's what I recommend. You take the commitment letter from the bank, and in that letter, they've got a number of deliverables or conditions that you're going to be required to meet. Let's say there's a total of 15 items listed on that letter. You go into your favorite secure cloud-based file sharing application, whether you use Dropbox or Google Drive or something more secure like Citrix. You create a subfolder for each of those deliverables, and you number the folders 1 through 15 with a description in the title for that subfolder that matches the deliverable in the commitment letter. And then in each subfolder, you place the supporting documentation for that line item. And all the lender needs to do is look at the shared folder and use the commitment letter as a checklist to check off each and every one of those deliverables in the commitment letter. In systems thinking, you know that some problems tend to repeat themselves. You know that interest rates, if they're going to fluctuate now, they will probably fluctuate in the future. You know that you're going to need to perform interest rate sensitivity analysis in the future. So instead, you upgrade your spreadsheet, you redesign your spreadsheet to automate the process of sensitivity analysis. Instead of rerunning your analysis, let's say five times, the spreadsheet will immediately produce the results for five different interest rates all at once. These are all examples of systems thinking. In one case, you solve the immediate problem at hand, and in the second case, you're solving it forever. But before you can solve it forever, you have to be willing to embrace that the problem even exists and get out of the zone of denial. In the meantime, have a spectacular day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.